welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Bradford works a late shift and he's sniffing around for clues. There's a killer on the loose and the lawns are laced with dew. He's got a Norinco 45 and knows that he's a winner. The hour grows late. He investigates the case of Midnight Skinner. Skinner's not really a bad guy. At least in his own twisted mind. Instead of going out fishing, he skins women to unwind. Cannibalistic? Maybe so. He'll eat a heart for dinner. Laughs as they track and try to crack. The case of Midnight Skinner. Bradford interviews a prostitute, nigh as a cleavage groove. If it wasn't for his deadline, he would have made a move. He's shagged hookers before, no great secret he's a sinner. But now's the time to solve the crime, the case of Midnight Skinner. Skinner laughs at the TV news as he gnaws a young thigh bone. Pretty waitress tied to his bed as his and his alone. Not a rapist, no fucking way, but he'll gladly Skinner. As the cops bumble, fall and fumble, the case of Midnight Skinner. Bradford's head is really pounding and he's finished for the night. Donut stops and porno shops as trash is blinded sight. But the radio in his cruiser plays Ghetto Child by the spinners. Drops a dime to decipher the rhyme, the case of Midnight Skinner. Skinner walks the razor's edge. His smile is quite deceptive. Dressed in blue, he is untrue. But his madness is collective. Like a schizoid, unhinged hunter, he'll set a trap again her. Gone before they can explore the case of Midnight Skinner. Bradford gets home real late, hears screams from upstairs. Draws his gun, goes on up to his bedroom doorway there. He gasps at the skinless girl, his resolve is getting thinner. Doubts dissolved, he is solved. The case of Midnight Skinner. Skinner chuckles at the door and slowly descends the stairs. Removes Bradford's police uniform and colors light brown hair. Nose in his whacked out mind will be a long cold winter. Duality will reign supreme in the case of Midnight Skinner. That was Jimmy, word machinist with Midnight Skinner. I waited, I was going to close the show with that last week, but decided to do it at the beginning of the show this week instead. I've actually got another piece because I was supposed to play it at the end of the show last week and I got so distracted I didn't, so I feel bad. I'm going to play two pieces of Jimmy's before we start the show. Okay, so we played that one at the beginning. I'll be playing another one in just a moment. But first, hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. It's going to be an incredible night tonight. I have really been looking forward to this show, to being able to spend some time with you guys. It's just been hustle, bustle, hustle, bustle. You ever had one of those those weeks where you just felt like you were being, you know, uh, had a thousand ropes attached to you and they were attached to a horse and they're all going in different directions at the same time? That's kind of been the way my week has been. And so, yeah, I'm really excited about being here. I did run away yesterday, though. It was really cool. I went over to the coast, took my puppy, and ran over the coast. And 
it was an amazing, amazing day. It was cool going in the middle of the week like this because there's not a lot of people. So my pup and I had uh, like the entire beach to ourselves for most of the day, and I was able to have her off leash, running around. It was so cool watching her <laughs> just have a blast, just do whatever she wanted to do. It was just amazing. And of course, I was hunting the cliffside for my fossils and found some really cool things and things I've never seen before. So I was all excited. I've been working on those. So, yeah, yesterday was awesome. The rest of the week's been crazy. And now I'm ready to just chill out and have fun with all of you guys. You know, I was really upset yesterday, too, because you know how I'm telling you guys always to carry a journal with you? I spent the entire day on the beach yesterday without anything to write with. And all these things kept popping in my head. And it's like, okay, I'm going to remember this when I get back to the car. You know how many of them I remembered when I got back to the car? None. (laughs) That's why you always carry a notebook with you. All right. Let's go ahead and get things started here. If you would like to call in tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and read have some announcements to get through before we start the show. First of all, if you're interested in putting together a workshop with us, shoot me a message. Probably easiest way would be on Facebook. If you're not on my contact list, you can uh, find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A, dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. All right, and uh, let me know what you want to do, what you want to put together when we get that set up. They can be anywhere from a half hour to three hours long. We'll just start, and when you're done, you're done. You know, anything you, you want to talk about or, uh, you know, if you want to go over a poetry form or if you want to talk about an era of poetry or your favorite poem or whatever it is, just uh, let me know and we'll get that set up. They can be pre-recorded, meaning you can record them on your computer and send me an MP3 file and I can upload that to the show and play it at a predetermined time within when we decide to play it. Or we can do a kind of like a conference call where I call you into a private show and we can do the workshop that way. I, maybe I could do a quick interview with you and and talk about what you're going to be doing. And then I'll mute my mic and you just keep going and do your workshop. You can also do a combination of both. So if you wanted to do the first half pre-recorded with your workshop and then come on afterwards live and listen to callers and answer any questions, and that would be cool, too. So just let me know what you want to do. Find me on Facebook, Nyla.Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A, and we'll get that set up. The next thing I want to do, very important, I want to thank our show's sponsors. And these are people who reached into their pocket and uh, were able to help us sponsor our broadcasting license for 2020. And it was really appreciated, all of you, especially on my end, because I normally cover this um, the last four, five years. um, James has been helping me, and then over the last couple years, a lot of you have been pitching in and helping with the cost. That really helps this year. I mean, with me not working because of the COVID thing, um, yeah. (laughs) So those of you who stepped up and helped keep our broadcasting license on the air for 2020 are... Debbie Kelly, Eric Sheldman, Maddie Gullickson, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Rick and Sean Clark, Raymond Bentley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Rachel Ward, Kevin Kraft, Gina Storm, Renee Cryer, James, a.k.a. One Sapien, Richard Ward, 
and Colin Kennedy Hume. I want to thank all of you guys so much for helping us last year. Tomorrow, we're actually going to be starting our fundraiser for our 2021 broadcasting year. So if you're interested in uh, sponsoring the show, you'll be able to sponsor through the link on Facebook, or I can give you the show's PayPal account if you would rather do it through PayPal or something. And if you'd like to be one of our sponsors on the show, just shoot me a message and I'll let you know how you can get involved in that. And then watch my page tomorrow. I'll have the uh, the fundraiser information up on that for you. All right. So thank you, sponsors, for 2020. We appreciate you guys so much. We could not have done this without you. The next thing I want to do is I'm going to give you your writing exercises and your, well, inspiration from the inkwell is what we decided to call it. Um I'm only going to be going through two tonight, so go ahead and take out your notebook so you can write these down. If you happen to not catch these uh, as I go through them or if I lose you or something like that, don't worry. You can come back to the podcast after the show is over, listen to it in the archives, and be able to write down uh, write down the, the prompts from there. In fact, you can go back to the first 15 minutes of any of our shows if you're sitting there some night and don't know what to write. All right, so first, our first, the, I'm going to give you a writing exercise, and then I'm going to give you your prompts, and that's all we're doing today. The writing exercise I'm giving you, because I really want to keep this going, I think it's really an important one, probably one of the most important that I give you, it's called Pick Apart a Prompt. So I guess what I always want at the front of your mind, your very first thought in creativity, is to I want it to be the word stop. And that may sound funny, but I want you to stop. I want you to slow down and realize what you do with a prompt before you write to it is more important than what you write to it. By looking deeper into the surface of the prompt and searching deep inside the idea, the concept of it, you'll end up writing something far greater than if you'd simply chased after your first knee-jerk reaction to a prompt. So instead of writing a poem to this, I want you to write down all the poems you could write to this. So the top of your page, the pick apart a prompt for this week is traffic light. Traffic light. So I want you to write traffic light at the top of your page and then start a list. Go down the page and write down all the different poems you could write to traffic light for that prompt all the different ideas it could it could stand for, all the different voice something it could be the voice of or the concept of or the face of. You know, just sit down and start writing all the different poems you could write to that prompt instead of writing an actual poem. All right. So once again, pick a part of prompt for this week is traffic light. All right. Now I'm going to give you your prompts. So number your paper one through ten. Your prompts are like seeds planted. They're meant to grow into poems. And with that said, the prompt can be the title of your poem, it can be a line in your poem, or it can be just a general concept of the poem. Beyond these guidelines, what you do with them is up to you. So I'm going to give you ten. You can go ahead and write these down. Number one, in a moving mist. In a moving mist. Two, Without survival's kiss. Without survival's kiss. 
Number three, doorway to the quiet. Doorway to the quiet. Number four, by midnight visible. By midnight visible. Number five, blades of silk. Blades of silk. Number six, two paths to wisdom. Two paths to wisdom. Number seven, words do not contain. Words do not contain. Number eight, only one is your dove. Only one is your dove. Number nine, great philosophers. And that was actually going to be longer, but I got sidetracked and didn't finish it. So right now, you just get great philosophers. (laughs) All right, and number ten, Drifting shapes in a cold sky. Drifting shapes in a cold sky. Now, with these prompts, you can mix or match them. You could write ten different poems, one to each prompt. You could write a poem mixing and matching, like number line number two with line number five and eight and nine, and write a poem using those. Or you can get real froggy and write a poem using all ten prompts in one poem. doesn't matter whatever you do. Up to you. All right, so once again, one, in a moving mist, two, without survival's kiss, three, doorway to the quiet, four, by midnight visible, five, blades of silk, six, two paths of wisdom, seven, words do not contain, eight, there is, er, excuse me, eight, only one is your dove, number nine, great philosophers, and number ten, Drifting shapes in a cold sky. All right. So those are your two inspiration from the inkwell prompts for this week. And uh, like I said, if you missed any part of those, you can go back and listen to them at the beginning of the show. All right. Now, I'm going to play another audio track. This one is also by Jimmy, Word Machinist. And this one's really awesome, completely different. You know, one thing I can can say about Jimmy is he's an amazing performer. I mean, you know, you you talk about there's there's people who read poetry. You know, you you have the, the, um, I call him the William Shatner poetry reads, I drank a glass of water and then burped. And, And, you know, you know that type, the very... That type. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's a real talent. You know how long I had to practice to be able to read like that? <laughs> then you have spoken word. Then you have um, you have performance. What I call performance poetry, and that's as if you're standing on. To, you're actually performing the poem. You're going back to the core emotion and bringing it to life. So you're standing on a stage. And you are the poem, and you're acting it out, all right? And that, and you're performing the poem. And Jimmy is probably one of the best poetry performers I've ever had the pleasure of being able to listen to, let alone be friends with, and be able to say, ah, "I know that guy." <laughs> anyway, this one is Jimmy Word Machinist with all of the smokes. Here we go. Well, the streets are alive, and I'm dizzy as hell. The sidewalks are listening to the church steeple bell. 
when the mailbox is talking to the crack bulb streetlight. The trash cans are singing a junk choir tonight. Then I stumble, almost fall, the only soul on the street. Where are all the hookers? There's no shuffling of feet. And the city is dead. Are you still around? Looks like the circus has packed up and left town. Well, the cigarette machine just told me to fuck off. Said he was all out of Viceroy's and was closing up shop. And I can't get a drink because the bars are asleep. The bowling alley is snoring while the lampposts all weep. And I stumble, almost fall, the only soul on the street. Where are all the hookers? There's no shuffling of feet. The city is dead. Are you still around? Looks like the circus has packed up and left down. Could it really be true? I'm all alone on this earth. No fire, no brimstone, no hallowed rebirth. And I'm all out of smokes like a naked-faced clown since last night when that comet roared into town. And I stumble, almost fall, the only soul on the street. Where are all the hookers? There's no shuffling of feet. The city is dead. Are you still around? Looks like the circus has packed up and left town. Absolutely love that piece. All right, that was Jimmy Grib Machinist with All Out of Smokes. Now, folks, if you are on hold, we will be getting to you momentarily. First, I would like to go ahead and remind you of the number to call in. It is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Just kind of remind you guys, bear with me, if I sound funny at any point tonight. Um, I'm, I'm trying really hard. I have this, I had jaw surgery, and I have these wire thingies now holding my jaw to, uh, like a hingy, springy thing. Um, I can't even describe what it is. Um, on a plate thing. <laughs> and so... Um, it's making it kind of hard for me to talk, but I am feeling so much better than I was feeling last week. It was awesome listening to all you guys, even though I wasn't talking. I was here with you. So, yeah, bear with me on that. I want to uh, let area codes, I'm going to go this, do this real quick first so you guys have a chance to jump in before anyone else calls in. We have 757 and 407 who are not in our lineup. I think that's Tamiko and maybe Kimarella. I'm not. Don't remember right. Maybe. So if we, either of you would like to come on and read tonight, press one. If you guys are here just hanging out and having fun, then I won't be crushed if you don't read. But I'm really glad you're here. Oh yes, there we go. <laughs> See, whining works every time, except for Tamiko. She's she's on to me. She's known me too long. Yeah, I'm not gonna fall for that. So yeah, if. Um, 
757. If you want to come on tonight, just press 1 whenever you're ready, and we will bring you on the air. If you are on hold tonight, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order in the order that you call in, which we have uh, first is 731. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's real important that people know who's reading. Because if you don't, in the background, this is what I'm dealing with. I have all these people in the chat and in private message sending me, who is this, who is this, who is this? And I'm trying to listen to you, and then you're done reading, and I've I've tried to ignore all those things popping up in my face like crazy squirrels that I didn't hear your poem. And then I'm I'm sitting there saying, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay, that's never really happened, but it could. So make sure that you introduce yourself and also because you want your name attached to your work. All right? You don't want to send your work out there in the world without people knowing who wrote it. And you are you are virtually literally uh publishing your poem on the airwaves for all of eternity when you come all call on and read. So, yeah. Make sure you introduce yourself. You can do two poems to start out with. Um keep them two two short poems or one longer poem. Um, we do have a, a bit of a lineup, not too bad, but it, and I don't want people to have to wait all horribly long. So two regular poems or, you know, the one longer one. Keep them to right about maybe the five-minute mark. Make courteous of people waiting along behind you. When you're done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. You want to make sure that people know how to come find you and show you some love and all that good stuff. Then remember that we have a mature rating. That means just about anything goes. You're going to hear just about anything tonight, and we usually do, with the exception of adult porn poems. No hardcore erotica, no bumping body parts, no tab A and a slot B. Other than that, see, I do it much better than Christopher. (laughs) Other than that, you're good to go. All right, so let's go ahead and check our... Oh, we have 575 and 848. 848, you are not in the lineup. If you want to call in and read tonight, press 1. That will let me know that you want to come on. And other than that, you're good to go. All right, there we go, 848. All right, so 757 is the only one not called in. Let's go ahead and grab Michael. Bring him on the air, area code 731. You are on with us. Hello. Hey, I really like the way you put that. Uh, yeah. Um, what? So uh, I got a question. Grab Michael. So uh, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, what's the what's the story behind the your really hot picture with the mask on your Facebook? What page? do you mean? What's the story behind it? I mean, it's kind of like those eyes are like kind of haunting me or something. <laughs> like this thing. Is somebody pay you to do that, or are you trying to taunt me, or what, what's the deal? I don't know. Okay. I'm don't much more comfortable than I'm at. I was sitting there thinking, seriously, Michael, I was looking at this the other day. I was looking at going through all of my pictures, and I was looking at ones that I posted like, and, and this was way before I even started the show because we were on MySpace when I started the show. But pictures that I posted on here from when I first started on Facebook and how many years ago that was and how many years we've been doing this. And I'm looking at those pictures thinking, God, I was cute. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know? And it's like I was so young there. And it's like, gosh, what has happened? Oh, yeah, many, many, many years has happened. And it really kind of brings home how long, how many years we've actually been doing this. Well, this picture right here is new. I mean, he's got a cute wearing a COVID mask, for God's sakes. Sign of the times. <laughs> well, I thought I, I thought I would make my passive-aggressive statement. Or non-passive-aggressive. Or passive-aggressive. Right. Actually, I just put it up there to... I just put it up there to haunt your heart, dear. I do that in my breathing. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm going to read one short poem. And I'm going to make a very brief observation about the poem. And I'm going to shut up and let you talk for as long as you want to talk. Okay. Got it? Got it. All right. You ready? Yes. Okay. Today is the birthday of the late Philip Church. He passed away on June 5th, 2020. The anniversary of that will be in exactly 100 days. The name of our poem is Silence Has an Echo for Philip Church. There is no burden on the stave or feather to shadow the grave. One on the wing, others to show. Who knew silence has an echo? Words and deeds leave a record. Stow on display, strike a chord. Settling into the afterglow, who knew silence has an echo? No hand on the microphone stand. Cessation never goes as planned. Circuitous winds weave to blow. Who knew silence has an echo? There is no burden on the stave. Who knew silence has an echo? There's a picture on Philip's Facebook page that ties in with this. Bear in mind, a stave is a cross made of wood that braces a chair. Philip would sit in his living room in a chair and a microphone on a stand in front of him. Now imagine a stave standing with birds perched on top, like a cross deflecting wind, but not a lot. Something like that. In peace. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it, Michael. I know that you've been waiting for. We were going to be doing a memorial show, and you know, all this. You know, Philip hadn't been calling in to the show all that long. Not compared to a lot of you, you know, who have been here the entire fourteen years. He was relatively new to our family, but I connected with him so deeply, you know, just as I do all of you. And it was really hard. It's still hard. You know, and every time I have sat down and I've got all this stuff put together to do a memorial show, it's like I can't talk. I can't make the words come out of my mouth. And then we've turned around, and how many poets have we lost? Charles, Glenn, Cherry Rose. Betty? So many. You know, I think that, um, I think we need to figure out something to do 
for everybody to gather everything that we've lost. And, and I know I can't do this alone. So anyone who would be willing to help me do this show, and we'll do it. We need to do a special memorial show for those that we've lost, and just share share with them and us in our hearts. So thank you for reading that, Michael. I know he would love it. I really enjoy when, when the time he was on there because he, he would often beat me. Uh, mm-hmm. I was excited when, to get to hear him and everything being on there first, and I was like, damn, now I've got to follow him. Um, <laughs> so, hey, I, I mean that in a nice way. But, you know, some mm-hmm. of us that do this, this, do this stuff, we're just really we're competitive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just the way it is, in a joking sort of way. I mean, hell, I wrote a poem about you called The Happy Narcissist, and we loved it. You know, <laughs> we, were having fun with it. we were having fun with it. So, and, but, yeah, he he was a really good guy. He really was. And uh, he was a star. He was. All right, well, I'm done. It's hard. Thanks for your part in this, and uh, looking forward to the rest of the show. Okay, so do me a favor. What do you Please, like, Michael. Um, <laughs> Tell people how they can come find you before they before they uh, hear you again reading next week. Um, you can find me on blogs. So you can find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. It's wide open. I posted that poem on there tonight. It's on my Facebook page. So that's uh, Facebook.com slash Mike Todd M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D Absolutely perfect. Alright, hon. We will talk to you next week. I hope so. Alright. Thanks, sweetheart. Love you. Bye. Love you, too. Bye. Mr. Michael Todd. Alright. Our next caller. Let's go ahead and grab Levi. Five seven five, you're on the air. Hey Nyla, how you doing? Hey, this is I'm Levi. doing great. I knew that. I know. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you? How's your week been, hon? Uh, it's it's been another week. You know, it's been pretty good. I actually uh, found out that my song, uh, one of my songs, made it in the um, semi-finalist in the ISC. That's the International Songwriting Competition. I remember that, yes. Well, it's this year. So I, I have I, I won a demo last year mm-hmm. with just my lyric, right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and um, I actually submitted this year the song. So the demo got finished. So it's an actual, it's a whole song and everything. So it's like so cool. Can I hear it? Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Is, can you send me the the? Can you I like can link send, it on my I can page? Send you, um, I, I haven't really shared it with very many people, but I have a clip of it, a teaser kind of thing, and I will share that with you. That would be awesome. Yeah, and then um, if if perchance it like makes a bigger placement in this contest, um, they will put it on there. So then I can share it with everybody. You know. 
but you can't until it's made public. Yeah, well, I guess I could technically, but I I did I just didn't really want to put it out there yet <laughs> until I, I wouldn't found either. it, you know, like in <laughs> in contests and stuff, you know. So. Mhm. I I understand completely. Yeah, but uh, I will definitely show you a teaser of it. Yeah. Cool. I will share that with you later. So. But I thought I would. I don't think I've ever read the lyric, have I? I, I don't, don't think I ever no, have. No, I don't think you have. You've told us about no. it, but you've not read it. Right. So I was going to read the lyric tonight. I have two poems, two short ones, and I thought I'd read the lyric tonight, and then I'll read my second one. Okay. But this one, the lyric is called Whiskey Deep. And it's, uh, here it goes. She left me for another man. This one she thought she'd keep. Two beers down to drown her out. One shot of whiskey deep. She smashed the lights of my pickup truck. I thought it was kind of sweet. Three beers down to drown the pain. Two shots of whiskey deep. She told me she would always love me. And I thought she'd never cheat. Four beers down to drown the lies. Three shots of whiskey deep. There are lovers out there who choose to love because loving is in their genes. And there are lovers who choose to love again, although they are never pleased. Then there are lovers out there like myself whose love is never incomplete. I love with a lover's kiss till death and with a breath of whiskey deep. She tattooed my name on her left arm. I thought that was kind of neat. Five beers down to drown her out. Four shots of whiskey deep. Now I see her in my dreams. It's a sickness I can't beat. Six beers down to drown the pain. Five shots of whiskey deep. I thought I'd never be saying this. But I'm lost on Lover's Street. Seven beers down to find my way. Six shots of whiskey deep. There are lovers out there who choose to love because loving is in their genes. And there are lovers who choose to love again, although they are never pleased. Then there are lovers out there like myself whose love is never incomplete. I love with the lovers kiss till death with the breath of whiskey deep. To all the lovers out there who love, love will always come too cheap. But you'll find your price maybe once or twice with six shots of whiskey deep. And to tell you I am sorry is a lie I'd like to keep. I drown it with my sorrow and with shots of whiskey deep. There are lovers out there who choose to love because loving is in their genes. And there are lovers who choose to love again, although they are never pleased. Then there are lovers out there like myself, whose love is never incomplete. I love with a lover's kiss till death, and with a breath of whiskey deep. In peace. That was incredible. I really want to hear that how it sounds to music now. Yeah, I was um, 
okay, so I won the I won the demo, and then I was like, I wonder how it's gonna sound, because I don't play music myself or sing or anything. So I let them do what they do with my lyric, and uh, oh my gosh, it sounds to me. I mean, I'm biased, of course, but. <laughs> I've had other people listen to it, like friends and stuff, and they're like, yeah, it's really good. So hopefully it does well this year. I've had a couple people put some of my poems to music, too, and there's nothing in the world, especially when you aren't a part of the process. You just hand it over and give someone free reign, and they bring it back to you. Yeah. You know, And, and you get their interpretation of it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty it cool. It is. Yeah, it's really cool. And this uh, – this company that did it, uh, the studio, uh, it's called Pearl Snap Studios, and they're based out of Nashville. And um, they've done, you know, like songs for some pretty big up-and-coming artists, and it's just cool, you know. So I won that, I won that demo, and then now it's actually a song, and I can submit it places, and hopefully it does good. So very cool. Well, we're excited for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm excited for me too. I just hope it makes better than semifinalists. Just go, just keep going, you know. <laughs> My other piece, um, I'll read real quick. It's called "Ode to the Drunkard That Wanted Me," and it is out of my book, the autobi- the autobiography of a broken kid. The anvil of your breath was pressed to my lips by force. A link of chain, chain length in size, grouped your neck with barely an inch to spare. Your body grease-covered arm tattoo amused me ever so slightly, but I guess a naked woman with a snake tattooed on her ass could make any young boy laugh. Your teeth rotted like a spoiled avocado, smelt spicy with a tinge of vomit. Your clothes drenched in sweat, cheap liquor, and the willingness to rape. You fondled my sense of security, gyrating your words in my direction. Your erected smile followed me with every move I made. And believe me, I made very little, if any. Your slightest touch made my teeth shiver, quivering like a mermaid on the end of a sailor's harpoon. What was this dream I entered? My first kiss, kissed by you, a drunkard. You're nothing to me but the echo in my nightmares, a gremlin in my sea of gizmos, a locket around the drowning neck of time. In that moment, in this life, in the next I didn't hate you and I still don't hate you just the thought of you just the thought of you I hate to think but I know I must and I know I will in peace you know (laughs) I cannot get over the idea of someone's teeth looking like rotting avocado (laughs) yeah that, it was pretty gross. I mean, that that yeah. imagery is perfect. It is awesome. Yeah, and that that's a true story. That happened to me when I was like four or five. Someone broke into our house. It was pretty scary. He big big dude, 
Well, he was big to me. I'm huge now, so, you know. When I was little, he was huge to me, but I don't know. Maybe he was my size or a little smaller than me. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm he pretty tall. So like, I'm like 6'3 now, but um, back then I wasn't. So <laughs> I was only four. So he looked huge to me, but, you know. But, yeah, those are my two pieces. I love them. Thank you, Levi, so much. Well, thank you, Nyla, for having me. You can find me on um, uh, Facebook under Levi, The Poetry and Writings of Levi J. Miracle. Miracle is M-E-R-I-C-L-E. I'm on the Poets and Writers database. Many pages on, um, you know, if you Google me, I can. you can find uh, my poetry and stuff different magazines, journals, um, and now I have a song that hopefully will be out there pretty soon, <laughs> if it makes a little further, so you can read that as well, so or hear that as well, but yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, sweetheart, thank you so much for taking tonight, time right? to be here tonight. I appreciate yeah. you so much. Yes, Oh, we all appreciate you too, so you just do what you do and never stop. <laughs> thank you honey we'll see you next week alright yes you shall alright Levi thank you so much hon alright thank you bye bye <laughs> bye bye alright our next caller comes from area code 732 732 you are on the air and now you are maybe on the air Am I on air now? You are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You never know because there's a couple 732s in the area here, so I don't know which is which anymore. (laughs) I mean, hell, you just had a 731 on. That's up in the mountains, so let's just do it in chronological order. (laughs) That works. All right, all right, all right. Heavy metal poet coming to you live. How you doing, Dennis? <laughs> How y'all been? Really good. How have you been? It's been a while since we've talked to you. Yeah, I've just been busy. Life gets in the way, you know. Shit happens. <laughs> I know. Come home from work, pass out, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like. Like, like, what the hell? It's like, how about not have all four seasons in one week, please? This has been crazy. The weather's been absolutely crazy. I mean, a week ago, we had an ice storm so bad that trees were exploding. I've got four trees I've got to cut down in my yard now. And yesterday, I was running around the beach in a T-shirt. Nice, nice. Beach, wait a minute. What beach is this? Um, the beach by my, by where I live, in Oregon? The beach by where you live. No, like I said, Jersey Shore. I mean, that's my life. I know, we're like on completely different opposite, as far away from each other as we could possibly be, almost. Well, that's why I'm asking. I'm like, wait a minute, is this a man-made beach? Is this a real beach? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) holy shit. The Oregon coast is about as, as beach as you can get. Yeah, speaking about the weather, I mean, shit, the weather sucks. I mean, I woke up Christmas Day and a neighbor's tree fell on my car because of a storm. Oh, jeez. 
Yeah, Merry Christmas to me, right? Blew out my window, windshield's gone, frames dented, but, you know, it's all good. (laughs) Well, you weren't in it, so it is good. Fuck, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, all right, all right, all right. Um, Oh, it's good to be back. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate everything you do, and, you know, I'm sorry I don't call in as much. Um. All right, well, I got two quick pieces. I'll let the uh, words do the talking, and then I got to plug something really quick. You'll like it. It's pretty cool. But, all right, are you ready? Are you ready? I am. I am. I am. Are, you, are, you, are your ears ready? Because these are a bunch of words, once again, that means nothing. Has no sense because we have no sense. All right, here we go. And none of these are titled because the words will just speak for themselves. <laughs> All right, like I said, heavy metal boat. Here we go. Are we not of the same insanity? Contest not what is said as to follow by actions proven. Pride weakened by guilt, for we knew not what we do. Yes, 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 we do. By fire we breathe life in heart, honor, death. No avail shall enter thee as long as I see. What the eyes want, what is wanted and what is needed, feathers a thin line of sacrifice. The enemy line, crossing individual thought patterns of paranoia, perplexities, intentional mountains from molehills, fires intake within, ash from burning redemptions. Behind enemy lines reflecting inversion, inflicting diversion, outro, revert onto ourselves. We are the enemy. Phantoms becoming as time courses through us. Never learn, breathe to burn. We walk beside ourselves, a ghost. And boom. That was intense, Dennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't heard nothing yet. <laughs> no, I'm Are you going to read a second one, my dear? <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. Um, and that was, I don't know, written like eight years ago. Here's another one that was written like two years ago. Um, doo, doo, doo. All right, here we go. Um, and this one is kind of lyrically formed. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Plagued by the system, scour onto thee. Rapid degenerative condition, winds of torment see. Time has healed nothing beyond believing faith, for wounds show proof of what becometh fate. Over and over again, through centuries having not learned, not carrying the weight trailing time, the fire we walk in burn. Is it needed to purge and cleanse? Entombed forever, know not what we do in shadows as we wash our hands. Cannot control one's mind of violence. Bloodshed continues either way. Breathe to survive and coexist until both feet are in the grave. We will not stop this madness we live. Must step up and take control. Our children are the future. 
save what's left of our future and home. Wow. Both of those were just absolutely razor edge. Much appreciated. Uh, I try. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, the library, you know, because of the virus, the library's killed all events, so we really haven't had much of a scene to do any kind of open mics here. I mean, other than virtual. Why don't you do? Why don't you do a radio show with just your group there? Once a week, you all call in just like we're doing here. I guess I could, but I mean, not to offend anybody about the way I'm going to say this, but I'm a computer retard. Um, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not literate with computer stuff. I'm, you're lucky I can call you without fucking hanging up on myself. Um, <laughs> well, maybe you could find one of your compadres who are computer literate in the group that reads that would help you do the shows together. And you, he can host the shows. He, she can host the shows, and you guys can call in together and do them that way. Just an idea to keep the group close. No, you're, you're you're right. I mean, everyone I do know is more computer literate than me. I just, I don't know. I just some kind of reach out to them, I guess. But like I said, when I go to work, I come home and pass out. So, <laughs> but listen, we do okay. have Crossbody <laughs> Poetry is doing something in the next, what is it, when springtime? Was it April? I think April 14 or something like that. We're taking it to the streets, man. We're going to have like an open mic artsy craft show thingy. It's going to be like literally on a dead-end street and we're just going to invite people out and, you know, hopefully the cops don't come. So, yay! That's awesome. Um, But, yeah, you know, keeping it, you know, safe and all with masks and whatnot, sure. But, you know, it's outside. So, you know, six six feet apart, mofo. Don't don't get too close to my mic. So, (laughs) (laughs) listen, just real quick, I want to plug this. Because um, it is now, wow, 8.50. All right, check it out. Um, America's Favorite Pet, do that. Go to that, like, on, like, Facebook. I got my cat up there. It's a contest. <laughs> heavy, heavy Metal Poet's cat. It's called, his name is Nick. Nick the Impaler. Awesome name for a cat. What it is, is everyone's putting a cute cat up for a contest. Like, you know... Win money, you get like a two-page spread in the cat magazine. My cat is 25 years old, okay? He's deaf, he's arthritic, and all he wants is attention and catnip. So, honor and respect. You know, by the time we're the age equivalent to him. (laughs) Yeah, right? Isn't that basically all we're really going to want, too? Exactly. I'm eating catnip now. (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, all four seasons in one week Of course I need catnip That and liquor <laughs> But anyway, yeah, dude Like, you know, find me on Facebook if you can And like, go to that site Put Nick the Impeller and vote You got two hours to get it, to get your votes in Before the round ends tonight <laughs> Make it worldwide well, Dennis, That's tell everyone awesome. how they can find you then So they can do that Yes uh, real name, not metal poet. I wasn't born with that. That would have been cool. Um, Dennis, last name Townsend, T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D. There's no H like Pete. Don't go British on me. 
Um, Dennis Townsend, find me Facebook. My link, I, I flooded Facebook with Nick. It's funny as hell. But um, you can go on Crush Beating Poetry as well. I got Crush Beating Poetry on my page. He's on there. Everybody's on there. Uh, Crush Beating Poetry crew is a group now. You can come on there um, and post anything and everything. And um, you can find me on there. You can go to YouTube, too, and type in, you know, Metal Poet and find me doing stupid shit. But, um, yeah. Well, come on. Come on by. You know, check me out. Check the site out. Put yourself on there. Promote yourself. Uh, check the cat out. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, thanks for having me. Um, I took up too much of you guys' time. So you guys... Uh, Rock and roll, and hopefully I'll you know I'll be able to call in next week. <laughs> awesome! All right, sweetheart, great job tonight. Thank you, honey. I'm much appreciated. Keep up the good work. You too. All right. Bye bye. Okay. Comes from six one five. After that, we have 503 and then 219. Just kind of a heads up so you know. You know where you are. I'm having some issues with this just for a moment. So I am talking and stalling. I don't know how well of a job that I'm doing. Well, let's go ahead and grab 615. Are you with me? Hi, Nyla. This is Clarence. How are Hi, you Clarence. Doing? I'm doing great, honey. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Nice to be on the show. It is really good to hear from you. I was hoping you'd call in tonight. (laughs) So what are you going to spoil us with? I have two short poems here. And whenever you are ready, I will be ready to recite them. (laughs) Oh, please, go ahead. Yes. (laughs) Okay. This piece, the first piece is called Ending. Sometimes I go past the deadlines and find my mind dead to rights reserved for those who left me wrongly convicted. There has to be an end, a change of season, a no-fault divorce divorce and mutual agreement with a ceasefire and desist yet. We embrace resistance to which we discover Futility in these fatalities, damaging the rummaging through the rubbish things called arguments where we desire to debate, explain to proclaim innocence instead of responding to our responsibilities of being guilty, murdering the bond between us because the peripheral became tunnel, carnal, someone had to become carnage. Foundation is cracked and the message became monotonous, at least to one of us, who maybe had made deals with the devil incarnate. Someone's shown you the kingdom, selling you the prospects, the title of mankind instead of eternity that God gives honestly. You signed on dotted lines and accepted the honors. Somewhere along the way, you seem to have forgotten us. To be well-known is more important than obvious. You'd rather be famous than feeding the flock, and I can't stop you from seeking to be productive and prosperous. I could easily pull my carpets up and 
out of this world dominance, but I won't because in Yah I trust. It's not my calling. I'm not being compensated for my advice. You're hardened and crystallized, so it's not hard to say goodbye to yesterday's sea. These are the things that change boys to men, and you chose the red ink and signed significantly your name with a poison pen. I'll be off in the distance in this mission I've been given while staying missing in action, absent without leaving the facts that without me, you wouldn't have happened, but I don't take pride in that, bruh. I don't wear that type of fashion. I don't relish in other people's laughter. I feel bad for you because you matter. But sometimes we read the final page and finish the final chapter. So when they're done with cheering and clapping and you face their wrath and teeth gnashing, what's next? I have to ask you. In peace. That's a, that was amazing. I have to ask you. Thank you. Excuse me. That was an incredible place to end it. That was, a, I mean, putting it, sitting there and just wrapping us around it and then putting it right back on our face in the end was awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Nyla. You're very welcome. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to mute myself and take a drink so I don't start coughing <laughs> and leaving you on the air all by yourself having to talk and figure out what you're going to do till I come back. I mean, it's no fun to do that. <laughs> Right. So my next piece is called Saying No is a Good Thing. Do you think, though I'm young and small in your eyes, I will let you mistreat someone I love? No. I'll risk getting hurt to stand my ground. Do you think I will ignore the Holy Spirit when she says, don't go through with this agreement trying to prove my family wrong about being a man. No. I will exit stage right now and risk the hatred and ridicule spewed at me. You want me to agree to stay in a situation where you break me down to a lesser being and disrespect so I can please your antagonistic excuse for a person? No. I'll admit my mistakes and move on. I have this quaint, cozy little studio apartment. I just met you at the nightclub. And you suggest I move in with you because you're fine? No. I'll keep my peace of mind and won't choose to be the next babysitter in line. You really think I want your 40 ounces of malt liquor and Indo smoke around the people I love so you can be responsible and have fun? No. You have no respect for their health, much less your own. You use your sexuality and witchcraft mentality to try to manipulate me into putting a car in your name so you can total it and I still have to make monthly payments? (laughs) No. You must be crazy. I pay the bills up in this mother and you call 1-900-PARTY-ON to flirt with stalkers, pedophiles, killers for $1,000 a month. No. I'm cutting you off, and you're going to give me my money. 
You got peeps so hungry for marijuana that while I'm working, they sell a piece of my musical journey for $20. Oh, hell no. I'm about to whoop they ass up in here. You want me to believe that man you brought up in this place is just a friend while he's disrespecting me by grinding on you while dancing on him and you let him? No. I'm out. And he can have my sloppy seconds. Now let's condense the rest. No. I will not be the other man while you get some sex and bucks from me to appease your pimp of a man. No. I will not lose my dignity, and I will take the break you feel we need and be free to see others like you did. No. I will use the allotted time to recover, refresh, renew myself from breaking up with me. No, you cannot get my massages anymore and place me into a place I can't afford. Part three is on the way. Thank you for reading, and the mission is here. Hey, you got time for a beer? In peace. <laughs> you know, I think I would have left after the first one or two no's. <laughs> Saying no is a good thing, and especially when it's a true story about certain relationships. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Things yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not very tolerant at all of bad behavior, I guess. You know, I just, I don't have time for that stuff. So, love the poem. Thank you. And I'm glad you're feeling better because I talked to Christopher two weeks ago. So, very glad you're feeling better. I am feeling better. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. So, are you going to read another? Did you read two? You didn't read two. Yep, I've read two. What did I do? I see I'm just so spoiled. You give a girl an inch, she'll take a mile. There's your damn poem. God damn it, I'm that girl. <laughs> no, I'm not going to read three poems. <laughs> I gave you your quote. Uh, too funny. All right, sweetheart, tell everyone how to find you, honey. Um, You can find me, besides at a nursing home, you can find me at Facebook, Backslash C double, no, not C double thirty four music. Backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr. or my group C double thirty four music and friends. I'd be happy to have you there. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Great job tonight, and we will talk to you next week. Okay, we will. Perfect. Thanks much. Thanks, hon. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. All right. So our next caller comes from area code 503. 503, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, do you got me? I do have you. <laughs> this is Mark Jansen. Hey, Mark, how are you doing, my love? Fine, thanks. Yeah, you know, I invite yeah. you every week, and I know that you call in every, you know, when you get a chance every now and again. I get so excited when you do. I get excited when I do too. It's a, it's a, it's nice. <laughs> Usually something going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I'm cooking dinner right now. <laughs> so, but it's great to hear you. I'm glad that you're feeling better. I, I heard that you had uh, surgery and everything. So. 
Yeah. And, and hopefully the, the trees didn't do any other do any damage to you other than just falling around you, as opposed to falling on your house or whatever. Oh yeah, no. Did you get you? Well, obviously you guys got ice there too. Um, yeah. But we, yeah, we lost tree. One tree went right in half, and I have to get rid of it. I'm gonna try to maybe save the other half. I don't think it's gonna happen though. Uh, I've got two that need to come completely down, and then one that just absolutely tipped over, roots and all. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So yeah, we could talk about that forever, but I don't want to spend time doing that. Um. Just so I had some big news, and that is um, I signed a contract with a publisher to get a book published. So I'm really pretty jazzed about that. Well, that I, is this your first one? Yeah. That's hard to believe. I thought you already had one. <laughs> well, you know, I've done some self-published stuff, but this is going to be a professional job, so that'll be nice. That's very cool. Um, yeah. And what I did was uh, in November 2019, I took my wife's car down to the Toyota, to, to Toyota dealership for some service. I just kind of sat there, and, I, and this idea for a book came to my head, and it's just like, you know what? And so I wrote it for the next eight months. And, What's uh, the idea? Um, it's just kind of like finding the poetry in everyday moments. That's that's what it was, and just kind of I I'm, I write to kind of like a like a format, like a uh, a um, not a format, but a um, uh, a form, a form. And so like the form and the idea kind of came together, and and so it had enough juice to to last for seventy something pages. So is it so. kind of like a, a a how-to help writers book, or is it a book of poetry? It's a book of poetry. Awesome. It's a book of poetry. So it's what I did was I was kind of like I, I all these are like are are titled in a certain way. I I think when I called in last year, I read two of them, and so it, the title I'm going to be reading tonight is 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 3:15 p.m. at the table Monday, and just kind of like this is the this is the moment that we're not, that we're going to talk about, and we're going to go as deep into it as we can. So that was kind of the idea. That is awesome. So let me let me read you this this this, this poem. This is a couple of months old. Um, it starts with a little with a little quote from Rita Gahorne, which is that awkward moment when you finish a math problem and your answer isn't even one of the choices. And this is the poem. Anyone can do a handstand, you know. All that's required is hands and determination. Anyone. It's the same with math. Sitting at the table, finding X over and over again. Isolate X on one side of the algebraic equation by subtracting the sum that appears on the same side of the equation as the x. For example, in the equation, x has no expectation to succeed in math, and yet, after two years on the bonehead track, takes algebra one with a freshman. Nothing is more isolating 
They're not understanding much. In a class full of people getting it right away. Fine for X. Fine for X. Fine for X. X is never really a number. X is the ability to spell. X is money. X is the weight of expectations, whatever that expectation might be. X is a script. X is refusing to give up. X is legacy. X is the score, the last test. X is walking the dog. X is taking the trash out. X is doing English homework after this. X is an hour every day with a groaning algebra textbook. Isolate X on one side of the algebraic equation by adding the negative number that appears on the same side of the equation as the X. For example, in the equation, X looks like the squiggles has to go has to go back a few pages in the book to figure out what he forgot. But that is fine at this table, so far removed from the insanity of the hallways and the meaningless competition where the judgment is praise and the common denominator is love. Outside, there are leaves turning black on grass. Wood to be chopped and stacked, soccer practice. Outside, there is a world. X flits back and forth across the equation. And the equation will, after a while, teeter onto its hands, be bullied onto its hands, be cajoled, threatened, worn down into that impressive, comical stance. Then move on to the next. That's the end of that one. That was amazing. I'm I'm such a fan of your writing, um, and, and I always have, and you know that. You know, we're yeah. kind of like, you know, when our runaround days, I, I was like always at your little groupie. Um, <laughs> but I think that the whole concept of that is absolutely amazing, and I absolutely love it. I absolutely love the idea. Now, did you submit that to publishers? How did you go about that process? Good question. I am. Um, uh, I'm going to name drop this. Um, I, I I run the. I coordinate the Salem Poetry Project, and so I have a lot of contacts with other poets around the Pacific Northwest. And so I asked Clem Stark, kind of, what he did to get his public his first book published, and he told me what he did. And basically, he told me to to send it to publications that basically he, he didn't say this, but he said it. Send it to people that know you. And so I sent it to five or six publications that all had published my work before. And uh, Cirque Press is the one that chose, uh, that chose my, my, my manuscript. And, um, and so and they were just familiar with me. And I think that's really helped in that process. You know, that's one of the reasons it's so important that, they, you know, they talk about building a social network, you know, building building yourself a, you, you don't want to say fan base, but it's kind of that, you know, people that inspire you inspire and people who inspire you and, you know, just being able to build that network of people who appreciate what you write you know, the the traditional days of someone walking along and hearing you reading poetry in a 
you know, little coffee shop and saying, oh, my God, that guy is profound and publishing you, those days are over. You know, so is traditional publishing, you know, which I'm mm-hmm. sure you know that, but, you yeah. know, sitting there and, and sending your your work off, there's so many people who write, there's so many things, you know, so many things that they could produce. Yep. That and used to be when they would publish you, you know, they would set up book signings, you know, think about, mm-hmm. you know, like Sylvia Plath when she would write, a, you know, the whole big tour thing she's had to, you know, they had right. to go through back then. You know, they don't do that anymore. Right. Everything is yeah. an online presence, you know. So one of the things they look at is, okay, if we publish this guy's book, what kind of a social network does he have to promote the book that he's written? As opposed right. to this person over here, you know, okay, they've got a book, but what kind of a social network? And they are going to choose a person who's built a social network that's going to help promote their work and help them sell books because their their whole – that is just not part of what they do anymore. Right. That's true. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm really proud of you because that's not an easy thing to do, even sending it to someone you know or someone who's familiar with your work, which, of course, that helps. I mean, that was great advice and such obvious advice, right? Right. Well, (laughs) but Clem found out the hard way because, and he was doing that back, you know, in the 70s and 80s, sending Mm -hmm. his his manuscripts out, you know, year after year and not getting anything. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, cool. I feel very lucky and excited that that's going to happen. So. I am very excited for you, and I do I do hope that uh, when they come out, you let me know and that I get it, you know, I can get my copy and have you autograph it for me. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, that giggle. <laughs> you know, and, and, and the deal is I really miss the uh, in-person events. And so Salem Poetry Project has gone virtual since last June. And so, but it's not it's not the same as as being in the room with a microphone and everything. So, yeah, it's not um, at all. But you know, this is great, and and you've been doing this for years, and and it's really inspiring to me for you to be out there. Really, um, it's really wonderful. I want to let let you know again. Um, well, thank you, honey. Um, just one more poem for me, and I'm gonna let you go. Mm-hmm. And I can eat my dinner before I have to start setting up for my for my online event. <laughs> um, this one is about this one. One is about I want to say I wrote this back in November. It's a little bit of a downer, but maybe not completely. It's called Dale Grove is on hospice, relatively young, with liver cancer. It is easier, cleaner. To cry at a movie. It is easier, cleaner. To cry at the passing of a celebrity, someone who does not know you, doesn't call you by name or realize your existence in the smallest possible way. Instead, their mortality is only peripherally human and transcend. It to become aspirations, projections, symbols, wishes, connections that are only one way. Certainly they touch us. They reach through the media, 
through the internet, music, movies, TV. They splash us with curated reality. They whisper in our day, Lady Diana, Toby Bryant, James Dean, Marilyn Monroe, RFK, the space shuttle. So young. So much worse than an old Mother Teresa or an old Art Buchwald or an old Martin Downey Jr. People die of cancer every day. Alone and old, like apple dolls wrapped in sterile blankets. Outlive their children or inconveniently far away in the fluorescent of a nursing home waiting in terminal boredom. And they just die. Could have been a great guy or a great gal once. Been a lifeguard been a good dad, been a neighbor that shoveled people's driveways, someone good at their job or bad at their job but personable or bad at their job and not very personable but good at jeopardy. Calls out each answer before the young people on the screen click buttons in frustration, the vague annoyance of his roommates and a kind of urine-smelling plasticized rip. There will be no gate overwhelmed by a wave of flowers when Daryl Grove is dead. Just another dead guy. Just another dead lady. They won't say their names in the civic arena or name after them a stretch of highway. No one will know. Aside from a few people, some family members, longtime friend, they say goodbye to father, mother, sister, cousin, a friend, an intimate, messy, with all the gaping loss that wrecks you, troubles your sleep and your diet, pricks you in unexpected ways, slaps you, harms you. Save your tears. Alpha Centauri doesn't need them. Epsilon Eridani doesn't know you exist. But there is always someone who does. Close by. That's the end of that one. Wow, that was very real. It was it was it, it was chilling. That was incredible. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. And you know what? And this has been really terrible. You were talking about the people that, you know, the poets that, that, that you've lost. We've all lost mm-hmm. people close to us. And in this time, particularly, so sad, alone with COVID. I've known people who've died alone in a hospital. They're, they're you know, on a Zoom call. Yeah, because you kids. can't go see them. And a funeral, you know, over at the internet. And it's sad. So, anyway. But kind of like a sad deal. Absolutely loved it. I am so proud of you. I'm very excited for you. 
and it's very much deserved. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited. I, I wish I could give you a hug. <laughs> That's it. When we start these live events again, it'll be hugs all the way around, Miley. I know, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, sweetheart. Tell everyone how they can find you and post the information on uh on with your book on my page as you get it. So that you know, yeah. kinda use I've got a great network of poets here that you're tapped into and part of the family of. So, you know, take advantage of that and let us know what's going on with you. I mean you may yeah. not come here all the time, but you come here, so you're ours. Okay, I'll be part of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I, you can find me at the Salem Poetry Project on Facebook, also at Mark Jansen Poet on Facebook. And I've got an under-construction um, website um, called, uh, it's on Weebly, called Mark Jansen Poet. Uh, you can find my work all over the Internet and in printed journals and so forth. So it's around. Very cool. All right, sweetheart, and uh, we'll talk to you soonish. I love talking to you, Nyla. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, honey. <laughs> bye, bye, sweetheart. Bye. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code. Oh, I think this is brother O. Two one nine. Two one nine. You're on the air. Hey, now how you doing? Brother on the line, how you doing? From East I'm Chicago. doing awesome, sweetie. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. It's good to hear from you. What are you going to read for us tonight? Oh, thank God. We appreciate you. <clears throat> this is uh, poem is called Brother Old Gems of Wisdom for Single Sisters Who Are Searching for Their Kings. This is that that uh, other poem I told you about last week. Okay. Our sisters, this is your professor of love. Offering you some timeless and valuable gems as it pertains to finding your king. This poem gives you quote pointers along with the lessons I've learned about dating relationships. Find a man who genuinely cares about you and a real brother who looks out for you. Find a man who is both loyal and faithful to you and wants to be wants you and only you as much as you show him your loyalty and faithfulness towards him. Find a man who is committed to you has no time to play games with your heart, emotions, and feelings. Find a man who honors and respects you as a real woman as much as you honors, honors as much as he. Find a, wait a minute, let me do that again. Find a man who honors and respects you as a real woman as much as you honor, honor and respect him as a real man. Find a man who appreciates you for everything you do. To show him your true love and appreciation for him through your actions. And a man who acknowledges your efforts to maintain the relationship. 
Father man who takes care of you financially, spiritually, and emotionally. And Father man who recognizes that you have high standards and requirements that he must meet. Find a man who will stand up and defend you when your life is in danger. Find a brother who is a real protector. Find a man who loves your children and grandchildren as if they was very own. And a brother who is ready to step up to the plate to be that positive male example in their lives. Find a man who loves you despite your mood swings, flaws, imperfections, limitations, attitudes, and weaknesses. Find a man who loves you for the unique woman you were created to be and the man who treats you as his queen. Find a man who supports your goals, dreams, and vision and a man who celebrates your achievements and accomplishments. Find a man who enjoys conversations about various subjects and find a man who, can, who you can talk to about anything. Find a man who has the potential to be your boyfriend or your husband instead of a two-timer cheater, an abuser, or a boy trapped inside of a man's body. Find a man who shares these ten similar interests and common characteristics with you. Find a man who is your best friend, lover, prayer partner, and companion who you can build a friendship with first before pursuing a relationship. Find a man who is willing to be upfront, honest, and transparent with you about his past. As you are honest, transparent, and upfront with him about your past. Find a man who enjoys going out with you. Find a man who enjoys most of the same activities that you enjoy. Find a man who, who enjoys spending quality time with you. And finally, find a man who enjoys your company and poem. <laughs> now again, good words to uh, good words to live by. Most people put more thought into buying a car than they do in finding their spouse. So I applaud that. Oh, uh, you are another. Good job on that. Are you going to read two tonight, honey? No, this this the one. This the one one to give give other people other people way behind me the the chance to express themselves. Okay. All right. Well, do me a favor, sweetheart, and tell people how they can find you. I need found on Facebook on Omar, uh, Omar Brother O'Gathering. The easiest way to find me is uh, on there. Uh, I got recently started back going out to the porch events here in, in Chicago since uh, Indiana's been, uh, according to that travel travel order in the yellow zone so that means I don't have to quarantine for 10 days and I don't have to have a negative COVID test just to, just in order to travel to, to the city so I'm excited about that I'm also excited about my birthday which is coming up in a week and a half so I'll be in celebration mode uh, celebration mode next week I'm really looking forward to what day is this, it? Uh, March ninth, Tuesday, March ninth. Well, I'll That's be awesome. bad next week. I'll be bad. I'll be bad next week, and 
And uh, I'm really excited about the 46th chapter of my life. I learned a lot in this chapter. I learned a lot. Shady dealing with COVID, and I learned really by myself this year. And uh, really looking forward to what what's in store. And every and thank you for the support. Every every week at the Speedy Cafe, and uh, this month also marks my 11th year as a as a poet, writer, spoken word artist. I'm really excited, excited about celebrating that milestone as well. So it's, uh, the supporters are the reason why I do what I do. We appreciate you so much and appreciate you being here, reading to us and sharing. And just fantastic job, honey. Thank you for being a part of our family. Well, now I appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. I'll be back next week. <laughs> All right, hon. Thank you so much. Okay, All right. well, so talk- okay. I'm just going to cut off. All right, next poet. I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers. We have 407 848 uh, Another eight four eight. We have two eight four eight. So we have eight four eight two and then eight four eight two. We have an eight four eight two two and an eight four eight two three. Let's see the order you're in. All right. Our next caller, area code. Oh, come on, stop. Hang on. We're we're we are having technical difficulties. Let's get that muted. Let's try to get area code four oh seven. 407, you're on the air. Maybe.
All right, so I don't know if you all can hear me. I'm going to try playing. We are having some really bad technical difficulties. I see we've lost almost all of our callers online. Uh, I was totally kicked off. The site was completely down for a minute. Um, I didn't disconnect the show, which I'm hoping was the right thing to do and that we're still on the air. But I am going to play an audio track so I can have a little bit of time to see, figure out what's going on here and <laughs> see if we can get us all up and running again. I think that I'm going to play... I don't know if it started playing or not before we went off air, so I'm going to go ahead and play it so we can finish it. This is Eddie Oliver with Beautiful Beginnings. No, it's not because it's not coming up on the board. I absolutely lied to you. Let's see if we can get that to change because I'd really like to finish playing, playing it. All the little boys. What's word machinist? Gosh darn it. I am a professional, you guys. Did you know that? I've been I've been doing radio since I was nineteen years old. That's how long I've been doing this. And uh it would not be the first time I've had to sit there and absolutely talk to myself. It isn't so bad when I have audio tracks because, you know, then I can just click a track and play it and I can click a track and play it. But when there's not a track, it's like, oh, my God, now I've got to sit here and talk, and now I have to figure out something to play and, and do, and then I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to try to play another track here real quick. Um, let's do... I can't get that one on. Let's do, a, do Amanda Gorman's poem that she read at the inauguration. Because that's five minutes long, and that'll give me some time to talk to the text. Here we go, if it plays. Let me introduce Amanda Gorman, uh, our nation's first ever National Poet Laureate. Mr. President, Dr. Biden, Madam Vice President, Mr. Emhoff, Americans, and the world. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. And the norms and notions of what just is isn't always just is. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gaze not to what stands between us, 
but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. That is the promised glade, the hill we climb, if only we dare it. Because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. We've seen a force that would shatter our nation rather than share it would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly succeeded. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith we trust, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption. We feared it at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour, but within it we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So, while once we ask, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert. How could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be, a country that is bruised but whole, benevolent but bold, fierce and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens. But one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than the one we were left with every breath from my bronze-pounded chest. We will raise this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold-limbed hills of the west. We will rise from the wind-swept northeast where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake-rimmed cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun-baked south. We will rebuild reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation in every corner called our country our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful when day comes we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it
worship at midnight, the moon bright altar flame. I am the hope of forgotten men, God in the world without blame. Sometimes it cushions with deeds. Food is proof of kindness, kindness bargained for peace. Prayers are said, permission loomed, so it begins. Death enters the room. The life that waited retreats from the world. The soul is forgotten, the body pieced by worms. Death will go back to living until he is needed again. Memory will be argued by no one called a friend. Compared to a soldier fetid for killing in the name of caprice, death in the peace is kept hidden, blind justice fails its increase. Even on battlefields, there is no faith. Even in war, rules contain blame. At home where soldiers are bootless, Death is recruited and paid, service requested and rendered, secrecy hides all blame. Judas fed coins to soil, the only seeds that ever grew, trees to watch the world, and man as he stumbles through. Bright moon finds swaying face, to hide and reveal again, flashes of effort misplaced, spun chance revealed forsaken, in solemn place. The body, strapped down and blinded, still communicates. Press wafer provides the food, food to assuage the weak, leaving the body hungry, crying one last speech. Bright moon finds swaying face to hide and reveal again. Flashes of effort misplaced, spun chance revealed forsaken. I have gone to husbands who were fathers. I have gone to wives who were mothers. Wanting them to serve, solid food better. The plate they gave me was empty, though it was turned just so. Hoping I wouldn't notice, broke finish, mold, and go. Brother and sister after forgot me and argued on how, when wine had been flowing so freely, their cups were empty now. Not agreeing with any reason, they decided each other to slur. The wine soaked into the ground, no pool of bliss anymore. No one in this world that loves secrets revealed wants to know the why of I am. Even the Christ on the hill was asked the source of his plan. I am the secret son of faith who chose a different stand, following words inspired but written by human hands. My temples you'll find in castles filled with forgotten men, each of them sacrificed food to men's growing sin. I am the one who goes on, the one who should be condemned, but I make the sleep of the world 
quiet dismissed for kin. One day the world will go blind and in blindness finally see. The flame on my altar will fade and midnight will never be. Till then I am always invited, false promise of life believed, for I am the Christ of the chamber. These castles only I enter. Yet rule I both now and now. Robbie, can you hear me talking?
Girl Code 101. We are the finaglers, the exceptions, the girls who have not run the mile in four years, who layer deep v-necks with excuses, eyelashes, bat wiffle balls at the male gym teachers. We are the girls taught to survive by using our bodies as Swiss army knives. Calculated scrunched nose giggles and friendly forearm lingers. You're so funny, please don't touch me. We convince ourselves there is protection in being polite. No, you can go first. Girls, we have to be nice. Male kindness is so alien to us, we assume it is seduction every time. We remember age nine, the first time we are catcalled. Twelve fraudulent bodies calling us women before we have the chance to. Thirteen, the year dad says wearing short skirts in the city is like driving without a seatbelt. Fifteen, we are the unmarked tardies waved attentions, honorable mentions in lush floral dresses. Sixteen, we are the public school mannequins. Seventeen, we know the answer, but do not raise our hands. Instead, we are answering to guidance counselors who ask us, well, what were you wearing? Their voices clinkless toasts. We are let off the hook from hall monitors, retired football coaches who blow kisses and whisper Little Miss lipstick into our ears in the high school cafeteria. We shiver, but hey, at least we still get away without wearing our student IDs. This is not female privilege. This is survival of the prettiest. We are playing the first game we learned how to. We are the asses smacked by boys who made welcome mats of our yoga pants. We are easily startled. Who wouldn't be? We are barked at from the street. We are the girls petrified of the business school boys who learn to manifest success by refusing to take no for an answer. And I wonder what it says about me that I feel pretty in a dress, but powerful in a suit. If misogyny has been coiled inside of me for so long, I forget I will not stand before an impatient judge with an Adam's apple, hand-grasping gavel, ready to pound a wooden mark. Give me a God I can relate to. Commandments from a voice both soft and powerful. Give me one accomplishment of Mary's that did not involve her vagina. Give me decisions a wordless wardrobe, an opinionless dress. Give me a city where my body is not public property. Once, my friend and I got catcalled on Michigan Avenue, and she said, fuck you, while I said, thank you, like I was trained to. Give it up one more time for Black Bear Judges. Marie, you can't hear me by any chance, can you? Of course not. That would be too awesome. Noreen, can you hear me? Um, yes, I can hear you, Nyla. Oh, my freaking God. 
Wow. You can hear me. I wow. can hear you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, hi, welcome back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So there's something yes, I want to do before we get kicked off the air again. Okay. Um, I'll read um, Gary's poem. No, wait, 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 wait. There's something I need to do. Okay. You ready? Yes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, my darling, sweet, wonderful Gary. Happy birthday to you. Okay. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Nyla. I You're know welcome. Gary heard that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know he did as well. Yes. So, what are you going to share with us tonight? Okay. I want to read Gary's um, poem called On My Back Porch. Uh-oh. Let me... Oh, let me turn that down. I can hear it on there now again. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. I like shit. Okay. And you did good, too. You can sing good, too. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, um, okay, here's a poem on my back porch by Gary. I could feel the moon looking down on us while I held you close and firm for a long time. I ran my hand over your silky hair down your back while some of it tickled my nose and I got some in my mouth. I still held on to your warm body, adoring the warmth and closeness of my sweetheart. The end. Aww. (laughs) That was so beautiful. Thank you. Yep. I wonder, you. wonder who that was written for. Um, that was written for me. Gary <laughs> <laughs> wrote that for me. Yes, he did. Um, yes. What are you going to share, my love? Okay, I'm going to read. Um, I was going to read two, but I better start read one since you should, um, no, got back on. No, it's Gary's birthday. If you want to read another one of Gary's, you're more than welcome to, and then read yours. Okay. Okay. Um. Um, here it is, Honeymoon, White Moon, Our Moon, by Gary. Honeymoon, White Moon, Our Moon, Blood Red, God's Moon, Yellow Moon, Harvest Moon, White Moon, Our Moon, came back to me, here we are in love. Honeymoon, White Moon, you came back to see me, Our Moon now knows we're in love, you see. Happy Valentine's Day. That was beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Okay. All right, and what of yours are you going to share? Okay, um, I'm going to read um, Sonnet 25. Okay. Um, today you're 78 in heaven in God's arms with the angels surrounding you, playing harps and singing and 78 candles. Oh, what a resounding day it's been. I wish I were there to see your special day, be with you, celebrate your birthday, and embracing you with glee. You mesmerize me, and you captivate me. I can't lie. Today, 
I give you this sonnet I wrote just for you and many more. Fill this with a kiss and filled with bliss. I will always want you and not any man will do. Let's give a toast. You're my star, my one only. Now bring out the guitar. The end. That was beautiful as well. And are you going to read the second one? Um, I can. I have time for another one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna read um sonnet twenty-four. Okay. Sometimes when I feel like falling apart, falling to pieces, I felt you holding me up, telling me I am your sweetheart. Let it go. When my life is unfolding before my eyes, I know I'll be all right. For you and God are always by my side. Lifting me, being my star, my flashlight. I will not let you down. I am your bride in heaven and on earth. Nothing can come between us, for our love is always strong. We won't deny it, and it is here from now to eternity. We do belong. We will write love poems together, and you'll write in the clouds, and I'll write in the sand. The end. Oh, that was beautiful. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. That was that absolutely was for, beautiful. Thank you. I I'm, I wrote that for him for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them you read of his was a Valentine's one too, huh? Yes, the other one too. Comment twenty five. Yes, that was oh, for sweet. his birthday. That's very sweet. All right, Noreen, my darling, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come find you guys. Okay. You can find our new book now. I got our new book in here now, the other copies. So if anybody wants to um to get uh, to purchase, get our copy of our signed copy of our book, Now and Forever, Our Love and Other Love Poems by Noreen Ann Snyder and Gary Snyder, you can purchase it from me. Or Amazon, you can also purchase it on um, Ko-Fi now. I have a shop on code-buy.com. That's cool. Yes. Okay. And you can find um, all of our books on Amazon.com. Now and Forever, Our Love and Other Love Poems, Um, Two Hearts in One, Reflections of Our Inner Beings, and... um, the Aura of Truth. And then you can also find us on our um, official website at um, Gary and Noreen Snyder dot com front slash poetry. And, okay, and then um, you can find uh, Gary on ReverbNation.com on Facebook.com and Poetry Poem dot com and he's also Googleable and Googleable. <laughs> okay. And you can <laughs> and you can find um uh, me on um Facebook dot com, ReverbNation dot com and um and PoetryPoem dot com and you can also find um both of us under Gary and Noreen on um code by dot com. And you can also um, find us on the um, Poetry Club um, on Facebook Live every Saturday night. 
Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Great job. And are you making a cake tonight? Um, I, no, I don't have. I forgot to get the cake and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll make pancakes then. Um, I got little mini ones, mini pancakes. That works, right? Put uh, some put some peanut butter between them and make two little mini cakes. Oh wow! I never thought of that. That's good. That'll That's work. That's a good idea. <laughs> wow. It's the love that matters, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. All right, sweetheart. I am glad we were able to get you on tonight. We okay. love you so dearly. Happy birthday to Gary. And yes, uh, I want to see a picture of the cake. Okay. I'll sure, I'll sure do it. <laughs> okay. Honey. Okay. Thank you, sweetheart. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Okay. I mean, um, see you next week. See you next week. Yeah, because I don't say <laughs> goodbye. I know. My mom taught me told me never say goodbye. All right. We'll see you okay. next week. Next week. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm okay. going to try to unmute. We've been having technical difficulties. If you guys have been trying to get on, things have just been absolutely nuts tonight. Um, I don't know if it's going to let me mute Noreen or not. So, Noreen, you're not muted, so don't say anything because oh, you're, okay. yeah, you're still there. It's not letting me mute you. Let me see if it's going to let me unmute 807. Gosh darn it. Um, 807, can you hear me? Nope, it's messed up again. Let's see if it'll let me play a track. Maybe I can actually get through Eddie Oliver's now. It'll play a track. I don't think it's going to do that either. (sighs) Robbie, are you on hold right now? Are you the, the 807? You're 807, right? That's Robbie. I've got you... I'm trying to unmute you right now. Unmute. Ah. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, that's what I have to do. I have to stand on my desk and jump up and down on my keyboard and kick the screen. Now I know how to make it work. <laughs> Yell at it. <laughs> and I don't know what's wrong well, with this track. Noreen, you're still on with this too because I can't mute you, so you just get to hang up, but you can't, like, you know, don't start singing or anything. Okay, I'll hang up. Okay. <laughs> all right, honey. Thank oh, you, baby. You're love welcome. you. Okay, love okay. you all too. Okay. So, uh, Hi, Robbie. <laughs> hello. Uh, Dark Star was probably going to be listening earlier on, but uh, with the show bouncing back and forth, she's probably well. She she might be in bed <laughs> uh, right now, but uh, I hope she's listening. And actually, me and Jimmy have been catching up on old times there in chat, and he talked about cracked oak cello, and then I thought. I thought, hey, I'll bring out one of my cello poems for him. Uh, So this is an older poem of mine about cello, which I just love now, (laughs) especially Bach. And this is a reprieve of cello. Uh, Hopefully hopefully Jimmy can hear me because you know how things are. Okay, so this reprieve of cello is a suite of the lavishings of love that plays itself upon me. Its bow quivering along my strings as my low notes of moan it brings. 
This reprieve of a deep and soulful sound is the chamber of echo in my heart that does resound. When your heart propounds the truth of what it means to be, the sacred piece of music, the final note in your love's symphony. When the delicacy of your hands, like a precious finery of china, grasps itself upon my bow, I feel the urgency of you to coax me into an extol, an insurgency to bring a virtuosity in sweets of love's loosening of my control. When the stillness of this bow transforms to the movement of accompaniment that accompanies my strings, I quiver like the strings under it in the joy that your love's bow brings. Play me as this prelude shades itself into Alamade. Straddle me in love's provocative position, this sweetest taxation of love's imposition that allows the crossing of a bow across my strings. Quiver my notes along the tensiles that reside charged, ready to be released by the strokings of your bow, as the sacredness of your bow's power plays my staff of loving notes that are written in a secret language, the cipher of which you, to me, now lovingly bestow. Let the hands that clasp me in preparation of love and music's muse be ever ready to symphonically suffuse the trilling of notes that to this cupid's in the heavens above amuse. Play me and define me in the movements that move from slow to fast, from fast to slow again. A conclusion of codas that careens upon me as, as you string the bow along me and make my heart with love and sonorance sing. And there we go. Hope you enjoyed it, Jimmy, and hope you enjoyed it, Nyla, and uh, hope Star enjoys it in uh, in um, archives because I'll let her know that uh, that uh, I uh, had played it. And uh, oh, I wanted to say thank you to before I forget to uh, oh um I always get the name wrong when I see her in chat and all that for some reason. But Tamiko Barnett, I remember the last name's Barnett. Is it is the first name Tamiko or Tamik Tamika? Tamiko. Tamiko, yes, Tamiko Barnett. I yeah, say, I just oh, want... I hope I've not been saying it wrong all these years. No, no, I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't, I've only started listening to her, like, a lot regularly, so I, I didn't have the word, I didn't have the first name locked in my head, but Tamiko, yes, I, I wanted to thank her for uh, her, uh, for her uh, words on my uh, two poems there before, and uh, I posted some poems on, on uh, Poetry Soup for her. Thanks, thanks to a lot of people there, <laughs> to Dark Star, Jimmy, and Tamiko. There we go. <laughs> Spread Very the love, cool. right? Right. So you gonna read another one? Uh, I have uh, of Moon, uh, and this one's uh, directly for Dark Star. So in there, in this poem here, Star, any word that is star or stars is spelled. S-T-A-R-R, the two R's, just like her name. Of sun, of moon, of radiant star, this is all of what we are. To radiate in spheres of brightest light or to shine gently forth into the night. To twinkle with the winsome spectrum and upon the universal lectern. This is what I hope to divine in a clear and clever mind as I manifest the universe's will sublime. I cast my arms out like a phoenix, my eyes burst burning with the light of polemics as i speak the universal will an alienist i wrap my wings around so as to keep the very stars themselves still 
Does one know that thought of a moon at night or sun's might as it burns in bright day's light? Can one spy the twinkle of stars wry wit? I think not, for even a poet could let forth not even a poet could let forth the words that describe this as his ink drips futilely in effort to surmise this. I let the very breath of my thoughts draw forth as rows of rows of words speak of worth, the worth of what it means to burn like sun, to shine like moon, or twinkle like the stars that make us who we are. And this is one of those poems as I reread it after a long time. I was like, hey, I like this one. I like this poem of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then when I say words speak of worth, so Wordsworth, William Wordsworth, ha 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 ha, so clever am I. <laughs> so yeah, there we go. <laughs> Fantastic job, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, I'll just get it to it quickly. We could try to get someone else on. Uh, I can be found at. Uh, Facebook under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry and a couple of days ago I did finally put all my links on there and so I have all that and I'm working on finally getting my Wix done as well so you're going to start seeing me in more places yay (laughs) that is awesome (laughs) seeing me and hearing me the music too so (laughs) alright my darling appreciate you so much Thank you for reading. I'm going to try to put you on hold and see if I can grab somebody else, but if not, I may have to come back and still have you here. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. All right. Let's see if 832 can hear me. 832? Um, 832, can you hear me? That would be too simple, wouldn't it? Okay. I always say we we don't always do it pretty, but we always do it, right? 832, can you hear me? Nope, there, everything just disappeared again. Oh, boy. Website under maintenance. Our engineers are working hard. We will be back online shortly. Robbie, can you still hear me? I can still hear you, yep. So we're still here, but blog talk is gone. (laughs) Isn't that that wonderful? (laughs) That's so weird. All right. Well, you might as well read another one while I try to figure this out. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's a good thing I have more poems pulled up because I didn't know. Uh, uh, Matter darkly. So dark matters take place all throughout the skies. Galaxies, arms, whiz on by at impossible speeds. Evidencing a matter of gravity greater than all the matter in this universe could ever seem to supply. The mysterious matter works its way darkly into the machinations of galaxies and stars, as beginnings and endings of matter seem to matter not, unless this dark occlusion of ghostly substance makes its presence known. What is this shadow of existence that permeates the music of the spheres? this unknown note in the universe's composition that has lain there for all this time, only now to be inferred by minds that have for error looked at the heavens with awe. I cannot venture to guess as to its nature or its composition, but I hope in retrospect that if a light is finally shown upon this mystery, that a new mystery comes to ponder upon. 
For I wish the mysteries of the universe to never end. I wish for puzzles to forever be pondered upon by the mind that has made music, poetry, pondered, the meaning of, pondering the meaning of life and all things in between. And I've been keeping in a wine burp <laughs> while I've been reading that the whole time. Because <laughs> I'm drinking Just my wine while I'm having... Just the whole moment, Robbie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, hey, I'm drinking my wine while I, have, while I read my poetry, right? So. All right, so I'm going to try 757. Can you hear me? So 757, I think that's Tomiko. And 832, I think, is Uma. Seven five seven, can you hear me? Well, crap, Robbie. I wonder if we're even broadcasting over the air right now. <laughs> that's just well. That's I. I don't know if if we are really because the um, well. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not going to risk uh, uh, refreshing the screen. I mean, I could refresh it outside in a separate tab. But I mean, there's no um, like. Yeah, let's see if I talk. Yeah, there's no uh, play button going. Yeah, there's no, there's no. I, I always have four tabs open with the studio just in case. I mean, I've been doing this for 14 years. I know how to get around this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I always have four tabs open, and right now I've only got one. That I haven't refreshed, and I can see the board on, but it doesn't let me do anything. Yeah, so try. Uh, that's the yeah, and I've, seven I guess five we seven. both learned that. Can you hear us? No, you see, I, can't, I still can't bring that on. All Anybody right, so that's still on, I am not uh, going to talk, yeah. Robbie. Shh, shh. I'm not yeah. going to talk. I want you to just read a couple poems. Tell us what you want about them, and read a couple poems while I try to figure this out and see if we can see oh. if we can get this fixed. But right now it's the Robbie show, okay? Oh my God, are you all you're all ready for this? <laughs> giving me life turning it over to you I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even going to be on the line for a minute so it's all you oh god okay okay all right <laughs> yeah uh well hello to the uh, improv robbie show here everyone uh i'm going to be reading uh tipping my hat to the sky next this is, reminds me a little bit of a cookie kind of moon which is something that I wrote for Moon Cookie, uh, who used to be on uh, Jimmy Ray's show there, the Word Machinist shows, show. And uh, so this is Tipping My Hat to the Sky. Tipping my hat to the sky as I see a sombrero of light bisecting the night. Its light beams with dance and with fanfare, dancing with joyous and celebratory light. Where did this tip of the hat to the sky come from? And is its horns of celebratory fanfare that I hear when I look upon it? A rimmed wonder of bedazzlement that dazzles my senses as I look upon the sky and stare. I tip my own hat to this joyous island of light as it trips a light fantastic through the night. And I listen ever more carefully to it, the music that its light speaks of, a music that makes my body tilt from left to right. And that is tipping my hat to the sky, and the sombrero reference there is a reference to the sombrero galaxy. So I am just looking at if I have read all these poems that are in 
I've read all these poems there in front of me. So what I'm going to do is, because I have this all organized, thankfully, in a reasonably good fashion, I am going to go to my documents and pull out another poem. And let's see, maybe I'll read a totem poem. Okay, so this is under my totems folder, and I believe this one is based on the... Yes, I believe this one is based on the owl, because I have a real connection with the owl. Uh, Watching over the sky. Watching over the sky, dark guardian of the above. I watch and wonder as I listen to the sounds, the mysterious language of this dark or foreboding bird. He speaks to me mysteriously, like a spilled ink of night in the broad daylight. He wishes to communicate with me, to speak to me of nature and things beyond. And I listen silently, plaintively, to this creature that I look to with questing eyes. His language continues to seep into my ears. As I close my eyes to listen to his eldritch wisdom, words imparted from this creature of a unique sort of second sight. Speak to me, O wing-born warrior of my muse. Tell me the mysteries of the universe as I stand to look at you and muse. And when I look at the link here with my poem, actually it's got one of my own, I think it's one of my own, no, not one of my own, but a related poem, sorry, a related uh, picture to it. Uh, because I take my own photography, but I haven't ever taken a picture of an owl. And uh, just a friendly reminder to everybody here, when they're listening to the show, I was just about to say that to Nyla, uh, also to as a rem- for to tell her to remind everybody. But uh, when you uh, are refreshing your page, it's best to open a separate tab and try to refresh from there, because then if you refresh and the chat goes to toast, well, then you're toast. <laughs> so if you open a separate tab, at least you'll, and it doesn't work, if things don't work, then at least you have the chat still going in the other uh, in the other tab, in the original one. And I think exactly. I can hear you rustling, Nyla. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm yeah. just uh, okay, you're still, yeah. on hold with uh, customer support. Yeah, I thought you were totally gone. <laughs> I thought you were totally gone for a sec. Uh, so, what I'm going to do is, uh, okay, I'm going to close out all of this here because all these poem documents, because then it's just going to start to get confusing. Um, I think I will go to the metaphysical stuff here a bit. And, ah, let's see, curtains half drawn. And so this is a 2011 poem, so not old, but old by my standards, because I write a lot. (laughs) Uh, The curtains are drawn half open, opened to the black and white simplicity of the newborn dawn, as the crimson colors flood the corners of this cozy kitchen, flooding the corners with their warmth. Curtains half-drawn to dawn's new promise, to tell new tales of life's events lazily passing by. Every moment inhaled in my heart's presence, 
and exhaled by my soul's softly breathed sigh. The curtains have been half-drawn, and the moments start to seep in. Like the hot sips of coffee, I am forced to sip slowly. The heat of the moment, pressed, drawn in by slow draughts like my coffee, treasuring each second of the moments in my lives that pass on by. I wake up every morn to the light of this kitchen, with curtains drawn to light's new dawn, fawning over every beam of sunlight that happens to seep in. And I play with those sunbeams with my fingers as the dust in the kitchen is caught in those sunbeams. And like the dust particles caught in those gentle morning sunbeams, I gently draw figures of curiosity in the particles of my morning's newborn thoughts that shall nurture me, mature me into the human drama of the closing day. This moment is caught like a frame of life's events in film noir, a perfect moment caught in the celluloid memory as I continue to drink slowly my coffee, thinking of the passing of this new day. I hold the power of my own life in the vagaries of dust bunnies that float before my eyes. As I look out into the newborn world through half-drawn curtains, my thoughts like particles of dust that cake my morning cup of coffee, and I take another careful and thought-out sip of my coffee, and I ponder upon the possibilities of this newborn day, holding love in my heart's beating and tenderness in my soul's care, as I dive now slowly into the mystery of this new day. And what I'm going to do for you here, Nyla, is I'm going to see what happens when I open the Speakeasy Cafe in a new tab and see if it shows a show going or not. Because if it doesn't show a show going, then I'm thinking that, yeah, it's, it's, uh, has, it has that 500 oops page uh, error thing. So I think, I think we're not talking to anybody. I think we're <laughs> talking amongst all of ourselves here. Well, why don't I go ahead and end the show? And yeah. I mean, we've only got 15 minutes left in it. Yeah, I don't know if this will. I don't think this will archive, but uh, I'll check for you and let you know uh, <laughs> in an hour or so. Oh God, I hope not. Or, All right. You hope not, right? <laughs> well, you did a great job tonight, Robbie. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't expecting to kind of pseudo host, but hey, it's fun to do that kind of stuff once in a while. All right, we'll talk to you next week, baby. Yep. All right, hon, thank you. Okay. All right, everyone, you've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. It has been a crazy night of technical errors. I want to thank Blog Talk Radio staff and maintenance workers and all that good stuff for everything you were doing to try to get us back on the air, but it does not look like that is going to happen. I don't know if we're still broadcasting live, so I'm just going to you know, tell everyone I love you. We'll see you next week. And that's it. Good night, everybody.